How you doing, guys? This is Blake Gerda with Slacker Sports Talk. And I just want to introduce myself, you know. Hope y'all guys are doing well. Well, uh, now that you found me, I am Blake Girdwood. I am from Texas. And, uh, yeah, I was a guy that was raised, you know, super in the 90s and stuff. Like, I grew up seeing Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa on TV, all battling for the home runs. Um, I got to see uh, on TV Tony Hawk doing the, the 900. Uh, I got to see quite a bit of stuff uh, sports-related, and I, I grew really in love with sports and everything like that. And I feel uh, it's a better, now, better time than ever to get back what made me feel like a kid again, and that's what I'm hoping to get out of this. Um, so being from Texas, sports is a really big thing. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's a big football, football state, it's a big, uh, baseball state, you know, over the years it's come very big soccer related. So, um, I got to try out quite a few sports, you know, I played baseball and soccer growing up. It wasn't, I, I liked watching baseball and I liked, uh, the, the players that were growing up in baseball, but it didn't really grow fond of as a player. But I still watch it. Uh, soccer's another one. I, I just don't think for someone like me I could understand it, you know. Um, but I respect the people that that do. Because as a kid, there's no way. Running back and forth, that's cool. But not for long. But one of my one of the biggest loves I came about was football. And basketball were the, the big ones in my life. Being able to be a part of a team. And then like someone like me that was a little bit chunkier growing up and then you have a position you know in, in football they actually have positions for you you know so it's really cool and basketball the same thing if you're big they got one or two positions for you and it really makes you feel a value you know because you know the big guys are going to be in the middle and they have another big guy that kind of thing so when you're in baseball there's only a few positions for you and uh when you're big you know and then the soccer it's just not a big man sport which is fine that's another reason why i respect the people that do it and then later in life, I ended up playing hockey. So that's another thing, too. That's uh, They really idolize bigger guys in that. Because I grew up very, very ta- uh, very chunky, you know, very big boy. So some of those sports is why I grew to like them, and other ones I didn't because of that. Um, I started playing sports super young. You know, all the pictures you see of me, I was super young, crawling around with a football helmet on, the Cowboys helmet on. Always had some type of jersey on. Most of the most of my childhood, me and my brothers are both wearing like Emmett Smith and Deion Sanders jerseys. We're you know we're all wearing Rangers stuff. We're all wearing kind of all stuff sports related. Uh, we're really big into being Dallas Cowboys. You know, growing up with Aikman. Emmett Smith, uh, Deion Sanders, Michael Irvin. Uh, it was just a, a big big time to be a, a sports fan. So it was super cool to grow up with that. 
And then being from San Antonio, you know, Spurs is very much alive and well. So I was like, sports have always been pretty prolific uh, on to watch on the watching aspect of it. But a little bit about me, too, is being all around sports. You know, I always wanted to be the best. I always wanted to be great and succeed and all that stuff. But the older I got, I became more of understanding the 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 other side of things of just being a player. So, like, towards the end of, like, late middle school, early high school, I started uh, being fond of, like, being a football coach, putting the team together, understanding the plays. Because I, I had a very big understanding of the plays how to do them and stuff like that but I noticed that after a while there's only so much for a guy like me you know what I mean either someone had to really take a chance on the small guy that struggled on the academic side um, and it comes from you know like a different background um, like a poor background I didn't have a whole lot of outlets to showcase the little talent I had so you have to come with an understanding that you either got to use every time you have to hope someone knows or reinvent it. And I decided to back away from playing football, which I saw for a very long time as a, as a mistake. And I grew very depressed and everything like that over the next few years of high school to then finding another love of my life, which is hockey and changing my whole aspect of life. So I was like, what we're doing here is uh, I was a guy that uh, I slacked off a lot of my a lot of my life of just wanting to chill, do a whole bunch of nothing, play video games and stuff like that, just watch movies, that kind of stuff. So I'm gonna hopefully try to turn this into something that's super cool, super fun. Um, just know I am uh, open-minded. I'm up for debate. None of the stuff I say is like, "Hey, man, you're wrong." Like, it's not going to be any of that. That's the reason I went with Slacker Sports uh, sports Talk, because that's what we're doing, guys. We're all chilling. Everyone wants to be the best, and I want to know this, and I'm right, and all that stuff. No, I'm just going to create a whole new wavelength. I'm going to create a whole new, whole new aspect to where we can just sit back and debate, have fun, saying your team sucks, my team sucks, whatever, without it being full political all this stuff. And just so you know, too, I am about the memes. I am about humor. But this is an introduction. I know first impressions last. So I was like, I, I want to try to show you the the best part of myself while we got the chance before I end up uh, being goofy and, and dumb and start popping off about how the Eagles suck. <sighs> so I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, when we get into this first episode, I'm going to talk about the NFL draft because it just happened. And due to uh, the whole thing with uh, the coronavirus and everything, uh, they shut a lot of sports down. So, I mean, it just seems right because the NFL draft uh, just happened and it went off without a hitch. So I was like, yeah, it, it, we'll just kick off with there. And then throughout the what unfolds, I'll see what's going on with uh, um all around sports and see what we can get into to see if we'll make it a uh, every day a new sport every week a new sport we'll we'll figure that out as it goes hopefully y'all like what i bring to the table i am open for changes i am open for guests later down the road um this is just something i've really wanted to do and i have really no idea how to start out about it you know because everyone kind of wants to do the same thing with sports 
So I am taking all the sports and I'm going to put them under one one deal here and then I'm going to change the speed of things instead of saying the same thing that everyone's talking about. That's why I call it soccer sports talk to where we can really kick back, show your sides of things. I am going to bring some people on that aren't very sports-minded to get their takes on some names and stuff like that and uh, the other way around, find some people that I've come across that are super um, super smart and have a lot of knowledge of certain areas of certain sports. Um, that too. And I've also thought about adding like UFC and WWE and stuff, but I was like, as we unfold, I'll evolve with it. I'm not going to just say like, this is what it is and this is how it's going to be, but no, we'll, we'll come across it. I, I just know a few more things more than others. Uh, so this is how we're going to get started. So I appreciate it. And hopefully you like what we bring in this episode. All right, guys, we're going to talk about the 2020 NFL draft. Uh, I've done a few cuts of this by this point um, where I mentioned the names. I've I've sat there and talked back and forth about this player and that player. But uh, what I really want to get accomplished today is uh, a footing for a course to podcast. And um, But two, like what we're about here, uh, I mean, if I can teach somebody about sports, that's definitely a plus in my book. I'm all about helping the fellow man everybody out i don't want to ramble that's another reason why i've done a few cuts of this i don't want to sit here and just bore you because i'm also i also want to entertain and you know, as well as doing a few podcasts my goal is to uh entertain you you know i want to be entertained i want to be fun i want to have the platform for debate the platform for comedy all, all that good stuff uh that's the only reason i really did the intro is because i wanted to hit the ground and have you kind of learn about me as we go but uh first impressions do last i do believe that so i was like while we're doing this we can we can do this too so i guess i'll just go in order of teams by uh by their overall instead of just listing these players names because some of y'all might not know these uh me watching college football i know some of these players more than others um i actually know college football i think a little bit better than nfl over the past few years so I was like, it might be different from my 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 point of view. So uh, I'm just going to do things a little different. I'll just go in alphabetical order by these teams and if I think they did good or not from the NFL draft. Because I was like, we can go to individual team names, but um, uh, but we'll just go by uh, by this for right now because I think this is going to be better off. Uh, first, we got the Arizona Cardinals. They've had uh, they had six picks. I think they got some pretty decent picks to where they need. They're definitely young. They had a new coach last year. They got the number one pick last uh, last year as well and got uh, Kyler Murray as their quarterback. So they got a young quarterback, a young coach. They made a trade with the, the Texans to grab one of the best receivers in DeAndre Hopkins. Um, so they they look to go more. They went more defense this route, and I'm always a fan of that. Um, but they also got a lineman to protect their uh, quarterback. So overall, I think it's average. I don't know if I want to do like an A, B, C, D, that kind of thing, or one, two, three rank. So I'll just see. I'll just do good draft, mid-range, meh draft, and then bad draft. So I think they had kind of a, a, a close to good draft. I think they had above average. So I was like, they, I think they did good. Uh, the Falcons is another one that really needed defense over that. And to note that the the Falcons also drafted a punter, which is not too common for that. Uh, but they did. 
you know, everyone needs it like that. I'm going to put them in more of the the meh category because they had a few opportunities to get some better than the others. But uh, overall, I think they did good. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens, to me, did phenomenal uh, in that route. They're one of the few ones I think hit all the marks. Um, they got quite a few individuals. They got one of the, to me, one of my favorite running backs in there, J.K. Robbins from Ohio State. I'm a big Ohio State guy. Uh, they got big LSU guys. Um, and they got a lot of people from Texas. So while you are looking at that, if you end up getting into that, they grabbed a lot of people from Texas. Uh, Texas A&M, Texas Tech, Texas, you know, UT, LSU, Southern Methodist. So they grabbed a lot of people uh, from either big schools or Texas. So, uh, yeah, the Ravens definitely did their job with their quite a few picks because they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They had quite a few picks, so I think they were able to do it. Um I think the I was like the next is the Bills. Uh, I think the Bills had did uh, uh, they did good in the first two picks, and then they kind of went meh with it. But I think overall they did decent. But I'm gonna put them more in the meh category, just for the fact that they did two big names, and then the other ones I didn't really understand why they went for that. Because uh, then they also drafted like Frank Gore's replacement, and then. They drafted another QB, and the QB is Jake Fromm. He was one of the ones that I looked up uh, this last year uh, very highly with, but then he ended up having a bad year, kind of like uh, Joe Burrow with the Bengals. He had a bad year and then a good year. Jake Fromm had a good year and then a bad year. So, um, And they have a fairly decent quarterback, so I didn't see why they did that, but I guess they're doing uh, quarterback challenges, so I'll put that in the Mac category. The Panthers only chose defensive players. Um, I'm all for that. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Matt Rule, which is their new coach from Baylor. Um, they did get some good players, though. Um, they got some players I thought were going to uh, get drafted a little bit higher than they did, but they were able to fall to them, so hats off to them. But I'll put them for a good one. I want to say man, but I was like, I think uh, with the way their division runs, they're they're going to get a, a above average. Um this is going to be one of the lower-end ones. It's going to be the Bears. They had quite a few picks, and they hit some pretty controversial – not controversial, but they just put some picks that just didn't really make sense. Um, so I'll put them in the math category or the even bad. Like, they're one of the teams I think will still be bad next year due to the um, – due to the moves they made in the offseason and in these drafts. I think they're still going to be pretty bad. Uh, especially the division they play in. They got to be super strong and ready to go, and I don't think they did it. Uh, the next, we got the Cincinnati Bengals. Of course, they had the number one picks in the draft, and they got Burrow, but they were able to compliment them with uh, their second pick in the second round uh, with T. Higgins from Clemson. So those two picks already got their offense in the right move. Uh, so I think they did good. I think they definitely did good. Uh, the next is the Cleveland Browns. Uh, they got two really good receivers, but then I think they're also in the math category because they got two big time picks. They got a tackle and a safety that I was I liked, uh, but besides that, it was very lackluster. And for a team trying to make a lot of moves and playing against the Ravens, I thought they would have been a little taking a few more leaps, uh, but they didn't. 
this one, I don't want to come off as biased, but this is uh, going to be the Dallas Cowboys. I'm a big Cowboys fan, but a lot of players were able to fall uh, down in the draft and also fall in the lap of the Dallas Cowboys, with the first two being CeeDee Lamb and Trayvon Diggs, or super phenomenal. And then we got kind of a an okay defensive tackle, which is decent, but he's going to need some work. Uh, and then a cornerback from Tulsa who uh, I knew about, but I thought we were going to get him later uh, because I thought he was going to be available. But then we ended up turning around and getting one of the best centers in the draft, one of my favorite defensive ends that are pretty uh, underrated. And then we ended up getting a quarterback that uh, I, I've heard of, but just not very much. A lot of people aren't going to hear from him just because he's in a smaller division of college. So they don't play against Ohio State or anything, but they play against like uh, they, it's from James Madison, so I was like, they they just play different schools, uh, but we got him as a quarterback, so I was like, that was just kind of a shock, but um, I think overall we had a, they they had a good draft just for the fact that they got one of the best receivers, one of the better corners, one of the best offensive linemen, and one of the underrated defensive ends. So I think they even found a diamond in the rough uh, with that, and able to answer their questions of what they lost. Uh, the next is Denver Broncos. Uh, I think they did good. Some people might say no. I think they're one of those ones that are still going to struggle from the end of the year because uh, they didn't answer a few things. But they got two. They got two or three good positions with that. But I don't know if it's going to stick. Uh, I definitely would like to be proved wrong on that. But uh, the Denver Broncos, uh, with as many picks as they have, I thought they would have went flashier. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put them good because they got two good players, but um, they're gonna have a lot to prove. And then we got the Lions, the Detroit Lions. They did quite a fit, quite a bit. They answered a lot of questions. There's a one that's been trying to prove to everybody for years uh, that they're good. I think they're uh, they have good players on them already. They drafted quite a few good players as well uh but they play in a rough division they play against the Packers twice a year they play against uh you know the Vikings Uh, and they play against the Bears and this last year they had did very bad on defense I think they allowed the most uh uh yards against and then they were like the fewest of uh interceptions so I was like, being a defense, you can't really allow that, especially being an old school team and playing against those guys. You got to, they, they got to be better. So I think they answered those, but they're definitely gonna have a lot to prove. On that, that was the Lions. So I'll give them uh, man just for the fact that they 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 got good players, but they're gonna have to prove with them. Uh, the next we got the Green Bay Packers, same division, but uh, I think they didn't have a really good draft. They traded up for some players. They traded uh, some stuff around for what they got. So I think they're in the one of the wor- be- worst draft orders that was around. Uh, so I'm going to put them in probably bad just for the fact I think due to this draft is going to be very uh, controversial in this, this time next year. Um so yeah, that's a. Uh, I think about that. The next we get the Houston Texans. Uh, to me, they just uh, they chose a bunch of like underrated guys, but I think theirs is just very lackluster. 
So I'm going to go with meh just for the fact of who they play against and what they need and how they're hurt and they're changing personnel and everything. So I'm going to put them in the middle, mid-range category. The Colts, they're very, they weren't very flashy, but I think they're going to be one of the ones that you're going to see that they made a lot of good moves. Uh, they got one of the better running backs, one of the better receivers. They got a pretty underrated quarterback. I don't know how he's going to turn out. He's definitely going to need some work. But I think he's yeah, he's definitely able to work out for them and do well uh, learning under Phillip Rivers. So I'll put them good. The Jaguars are kind of all over the place because of where they stood in some of these picks and who they took. They did take good guys uh, in like the late first round, but their first pick was kind of a shock. Uh, but they were able to let some uh, other ones fall. And the only reason I'm not going to put them in the good categories because it's all about how you develop players. You can have good players and then nothing happened to them. And that's kind of how it's been the Jaguars. They've been a team, I think, that's had a lot of potential for years. Uh, but they just don't know what to do with them. You know, they just don't know how to develop. It's the same thing in the NBA and some of these other sports that you just got to be able to develop if, uh, if you're going to last or make a name for yourself. So I think they got some good players. But they have a lot to prove. So I think they're just going to be in the mid-range category just for that fact. Uh, but I think they have a lot of potential for sure. They did some good picks, so I hope the best for them. Kansas City Chiefs didn't have a lot of picks, but they also didn't need a lot. You know, being the Super Bowl champs and all, they didn't they didn't need a whole lot. Uh, but they got about, out of the six picks, two or three of these are pretty big names for them to, to, uh, to fall to them. So, of course, I'm going to put them in the... Uh, I'm going to put them, like, if draft-wise, it's mid-range. But uh, overall, I'm going to – I think it was a good draft for the fact that they, they're already a pretty big outfit already. But I'm going to put mid-range just for they just didn't do any special flash or anything like that. So I'll just do mid-range. All right, here's another one that's pretty controversial to the draft, not to anything else, not news or anything like that, but – the Raiders, and it's not only for how many picks they had, but their draft placement. They chose some pretty questionable players for their position in the draft. They chose three wide receivers. They did need a receiver, but they chose three of them. They ended up in their first round, first pick, which was like the 12th pick, I think it fell, was Henry Ruggs. CeeDee Lamb and Jerry Judy were still available at that time. <clears throat> So I have no idea why they chose Henry Ruggs that quickly. Henry Ruggs, to make note, was the fastest player. He ran like a 4-2 or something like that, which is super quick. So they went with fast. But I was like, I'm also like knowing the game. You got to be a position guy. If you're going to be a receiver, you got to catch the ball. So, yeah, they probably got a good kick returner. They probably uh, got a good overall guy. But you got to be able to catch it. So he's going to have a little bit to prove at the beginning of weeks. Uh, depending on how it's going to play out with the coronavirus and everything like that. But uh, they got Damon Arnett from Ohio State uh, who played against uh, Okuda. Uh, I mean, played with Okuda in Ohio State. So, I mean, he definitely has talent. He does have a little bit of an ego. But, I mean, it's the Raiders. It's going to work out. Uh, it's just a bit controversial with uh, how they played. And I'm going to put them in the lower mid-tier just for the fact that that team has a lot to prove. They have uh, Carr who's been injured he's he's one of my he's one of the quarterbacks I actually like but he's been hurt you know and he got a big contract and kind of underperformed 
Uh, and then they, of course, just signed uh, Marcus Mariota. So I was like, uh, and of course, it's going to be the first year in Vegas. They got a lot of things to move. So I'm going to put them in the lower mid-tier just for the fact that they have a lot to prove. So they got a lot of receivers. They got two corners. They got a safety. So, I mean, they got – they're going to have to spread the ball and see how that's going to work out with them because I was like, last year they, they barely lost some games. So they're just right there in that – that cusp of being a good team so we got to see what they did so they chose some flash they showed they picked some people that are fast so hopefully it works out for them but i'm gonna put them in the lower mid-tier uh the chargers i think did okay uh i mean again they weren't too flashy they did have one of the more uh high profile picks they had pick six and of course they needed a quarterback and of course it was back to back with miami who needed a quarterback uh, and everyone was like, whoever chooses Tua, they're going to choose Herbert next. So it's about who was shooting Tua or Herbert. Uh, of course, uh, the Chargers were able to land Herbert after, of course, Miami took uh, Tua. Uh, I thought Herbert was going to land in Miami. I thought it was going to be vice versa because Miami has needs it kind of like that. And Los Angeles kind of restarting. So I thought Los Angeles would have uh, wanted the flash over the stability of Herbert playing multiple years in college because he played, I think, like four or five years in college. So he played more than the average player plays. So I thought due to playing in a little bit of a harder division, they would have went with Herbert uh, in Miami, but they didn't. But I was like, there's, I, I would say there's just lower mid-tier, if not low tier, just for the fact that that's all they got. You know, all the rest of the ones are kind of iffy. Um, they got a bunch of, like, backups ones that are going to have competition to start not just start right off the bat so i'll do one of the lower ones on that the rams are another one that needed a lot to fix for what they lost and the restaffing and all that i'll put them in the mid-range just because they had quite a few picks and they just didn't choose some good ones with that but so lower mid-range the dolphins they had tons of picks um I was like, besides like the Tua and maybe Austin Jackson, which was like the one of the underdeveloped uh, tackles that quickly, the rest of them are kind of wavy up and down. So I'm going to put them mid-range because, they, again, they have a lot to prove. They play in a rough division. I believe in Tua. Uh, it's just these other ones are going to have to show up and show out uh, on that. So I'm going to put lower mid-range. Uh, Vikings, I think, had one of the best drafts. Uh, if not for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, I think the Vikings had one of the best drafts. One, they had tons of picks. I think I just counted 15. They had 15 picks. So, I mean, if somehow you mess it up, then you are going to be the worst team. But they're able to answer everything. They, I see a QB in here. You drafted two or three corners, two or three defensive ends, a few linebackers, a tackle, linemen. So, I mean... They seem to have got it all, you know, and it seems a little spread out across the board of what colleges they drafted out of. So they definitely spread their their culture out. A lot of them are northern schools because you got Temple, Philadelphia, Mississippi State, Boise State, TCU, Mississippi State, Michigan, Michigan State. So, I mean, they kind of spread it out. Um, but I was like, I think they're one of the teams. They did, lo- they did lose Stephon Diggs, but they gained Justin Jefferson, who was the LSU, who played with Burrow and everything in the championship game so i mean i think they had one of the best drafts because i don't want to be biased with the cowboys who i thought had a really good draft um 
But yeah, the Vikings had a really good draft. They're probably one of the better ones here, and they're they're gonna be one of the better teams after for sure. Um, the next we got the Patriots. The only thing with them is they uh, uh, they had a lot of picks, but not till later on, just to due to some of the trades and stuff they made. But I was like, uh, they get, they got some decent players, but they're very like they just weren't very shiny, I guess. So I'm gonna put lower mid tier just for that fact. Uh, they did draft a, a kicker, you know, in like the fifth round. They usually don't do that till the later rounds. Um, they drafted two back to back tight ends. They got some good tight ends, but I was like, it's, they're very, it's very mysterious of how they're going to go after losing Tom Brady. Because um, everyone thought Gronk was going to come back, and he decided not to come back with the Patriots, but now he's going to rumor to come back with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. So that's probably why they got all the tight ends. And, of course, they always have a good defense, so, of course, they beef that up. And most of the defensive guys play multiple positions anyway, so that makes sense. It just wasn't very shiny. It wasn't very uh, – what's the best way to put it? Yeah, it just wasn't a diamond, you know. So I was like, uh, I'll put them in the lower mid-tier, if not like the lower tier, just for that fact. But uh, but where I stand – where not do I stand corrected, but where I've been talking about already is uh, – or want to talk about if I haven't. Uh, is the fact of developing, you know. Uh, in sports, you'll see that the better teams are the ones that develop. And, of course, the Patriots are one of those developing, you know, turning Tom Brady in from, like, a lower seventh-round pick to the best quarterback ever, you know. So um, kind of like the Spurs always drafting from unknown places, unknown sources to get the players and turn out how they do. It's all about how you develop. Uh, of course, like uh, baseball, you know, canvassing everywhere you can to find the pitcher you need, to find the um, players that you need, and how to develop them. You know, the Yankees are the Yankees not only because of the money, but because they know what to do with the money. They develop and get the best pitchers in the world, all that stuff. So I was like, even though they didn't have a flashy draft and it was like one of the lower ones if you're trying to grade it, um, I think it's going to be more optimistic of how, what they do with it. So since they're one of the developing ones, I think that draft is ascending from the lower tier to probably upper mid tier. And one of those players will probably be really good down the road. The next we have New Orleans Saints. They only have four picks, but I was like, with these four picks, they stand out uh, for me, for someone watching them. If you're looking at it, it'd probably be mid tier. Uh, but they got one of my favorite linemen, Cesar Ruiz. And being an Ohio State guy, I'm going to talk about them quite a bit. Um, I'm not a big fan of Michigan and Michigan Wolverines. But this guy is a really big guy. He's he's super legit at that position. So the fact that he's going to be able to play with Drew Brees, Kamara, uh, Mike Thomas, and Manuel Sanders and all that good stuff uh, and play with Sean Payton, it's definitely going to be really good. And I think he's going to develop. So I was like, remember that name. Uh, hold me to it if he ends up sucking. But I think he's going to turn out to be really good uh, for that. The next is the Giants. And I think this is one of the more ones kind of like the Raiders where they're super controversial uh, because they took some picks that were they didn't really need. They took some picks where they had other people available, but they chose other ones. And I think they're one of the teams that are going to be bad after this draft. I do like two of the players, like Shane Lemieux. He's a guard from Oregon. 
He is, to me, one of the underrated linemen. They did get Xavier McKinney from Alabama, who I thought was going to fall to the Cowboys. Um, so they did get two or three good players. Uh, but, I mean, and they even got the pick of Mr. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, non-sports-related, that is the last pick. That's the last pick that gets drafted out of all those players. I think there's like 250-some-odd picks. So the very last pick of the NFL draft always gets Mr. Irrelevant. So they even got that, and his name is Tate Crowder, linebacker from Georgia. So um, they got that, but I was like, I think they're one of those teams that are going to be bad uh, after it. And, of course, they have a new coach. They do have one of the best running backs who I've seen. They do have Daniel Jones, who's a tough quarterback, who's new, newer. He's young. Um, he did take a beating uh, last year. You know, he does play in the rough division of the Cowboys, Eagles, Redskins. Uh, so, I mean – uh, he's definitely known to get beat around. So the fact that they got to tackle some defense, uh, it, it, that makes sense. I just think they could have done better, uh, especially with the draft position because that plays a factor too, uh, that they had some pretty good picks and pick positions in the first three rounds because it looks like they had four picks in the seventh round. So, I mean, you can kind of spread the board by that point, but I think the fact of the first picks that they did get a few, but it's the way they chose them. They could have traded down on one of those uh, and, and traded up even. So, I mean, let's go like that. The Jets is another one that was kind of wavy, but I think overall would be like a a, a good one because they got one of the one of the better tackles. Um, they got one of the better safeties, one of the better defensive ends. So I think overall they're going to be high tier, but again, that's just how they develop. The Jets are kind of the opposite. They had a good draft but they're not known for developing. And then their rivals in the same division are the Patriots, who usually have a low draft, not a lot of picks. They don't get anybody too flashy but know how to develop. The Jets are kind of the opposite about that. They either get like a flashy guy, one flashy guy, and then none of the other ones stick. Um, so that might be the case with one of these. Like their tackle might work out, their safety and their defensive end might work out, but they did draft a quarterback at a Florida International. They drafted a running back who's kind of on the lower end side, so it's all about how they develop. So I think they had a good draft, but their developing is an issue. The next we got the Eagles. The Eagles, not to be biased, you know, being a Cowboys fan, they're rivals, but I think they had one of a pretty bad draft too for the fact that they their their draft position there was other receivers available and they chose one that they could have got in the second round or even the third, depending on how the other teams draft. And then they got Jalen Hurts with Oklahoma. I'm not the biggest fan of Oklahoma quarterbacks. Uh, Kyler Murray, you know, is phenomenal. Uh, they did play with C.D. Lamb, who I ended up liking and uh, watching over the past four years. Um, but quarterbacks, just they just don't stick with me a lot. Um, Baker Mayfield is kind of wavy. He's... Yeah, he's proven he's one of the better competitors, but I, I was like, he still needs to be shown better quarterback. So Jalen Hurts going to there, it's kind of a shock to me because then it just shows they don't believe in their quarterback because uh, they do have one uh, in Carson Wentz. So, I mean, like that. But I think they had a pretty bad draft for the fact that they had really good things available, but they just chose differently on that.
Pittsburgh Steelers, not very lackluster. They chose two pretty cool guys that I saw, but I'm gonna put them on the lower end just because their division's really bad. They played with the Ravens, who had one of the better, to me, one of the better drafts. So I mean, the fact that they had lackluster in one of them did that. So I'll put them on the lower mid tier. The Niners, I think, had a really good draft for the fact that they already had a star-studded team, and they were able to pull some of these guys out because they didn't have the best placement due to that. Uh, but they, but they did have uh, two picks in the first round. So they got, to me, one of the better defensive tackles that I've seen over the past few years. And then they got a receiver who is uh, coached in Arizona State by an old, uh, an older, uh, uh, older head coach who used to play in the NFL, Herm Edwards. Uh, now coaches at Arizona State. So I was like, he he developed some, some good guys. So I was like, uh, I've seen him play. He's good. I just didn't watch him a whole lot, and I didn't think he was going to go that high, but. It makes sense, you know. They they needed a receiver. They have Jimmy G. They have some good coaches, so it makes sense. He's coachable. The next one is Seattle. Uh, they're another one that's like defensive minded. Do pretty good. They did draft a lot of defense, but I think it wasn't too last lackluster. So I'm gonna put mid tier, uh, an ascending mid tier. The next we got Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is probably the team to talk about this year, which usually never happens, just for the fact that they're Tampa Bay. Um, they signed Tom Brady. They got Tom Brady to leave New England. They they got the best quarterback ever, so to speak. And then they got to pull Gronkowski out of retirement. To uh, I think they're looking to sign him to turn around and get their first pick. Uh, with Tristan Wirfs, who is a tackle, one of the best tackles in this draft. Who somehow the Giants didn't take some of these other teams didn't take. I mean, some of these other teams didn't take. So to me, I think they got one of the better drafts for the fact that they met the needs of not only what they needed before they got this quarterback, but what they got afterwards. So uh, I think they're one of the better ones. Tennessee again, uh, they were pretty good. Uh, they needed a few things. I think they answered them, but I think it's going to be mid tier just for the fact to see what they do. Mike Vrabel still one of the newer coaches and everything like that, so we'll have to see what he does with them. So in that case, I'll name it mid-tier. All right, the Washington Redskins. That is a rival for the Cowboys, who doesn't know. But to be honest, I think Washington had one of the best drafts. And who who they actually got, what they're going to do with it, the coaching moves they made, they're definitely going to be competition, which is a beautiful thing. And this is coming from the Eagles and the Giants, who had controversial drafts. Uh, or lower, if not one of the worst drafts. Washington turned that around and had, like the Cowboys, one of the best drafts. So I think the way they placement and the draft placement, Washington played that super well. They got Chase Young, the predator from Ohio State. They got Shadiq Charles, the tackle from LSU. They got Antonio Gandy-Golden, who was one of the unsung receivers from Liberty. I actually heard about him. He's from one of the littler schools for football. Uh yeah, so I think they got a pretty good draft. So that takes what I uh, about the NFL draft and what I grade them and everything like that. I know this is a little weird and how I did upper tier, mid tier, meh, lower tier, but uh, I'm just trying to get a feel of things because um, uh, I'm not very uh, articulate. I'm not very. I'm not very matter of fact. You know, but at the same time, I, I, I do know a lot about this. I just don't know how to go about talking about it, you know. So I was like, this is still new to me. I hope y'all like this. 
I'm up for I'm up for talks. I'm up for debates. Uh, I'm not the biggest debater in the world, but um, but if you want me to add a joke, I'm not the biggest mas- master debater. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I'm up for it. I'm up to learn as well as hoping I could help someone at the same time. You know, because that's what life's all about: experiences, learning stuff. Sports just happen to be my thing. Uh, I don't really know how to talk about the draft. Like, I could talk about football all day long, but I was like, talking about the draft is kind of like its own thing. Of course, you got to be a little bit knowledgeable of the sport and stuff like that to kind of understand it and the way it's laid out and everything like that because it is kind of one of the one of the things of that. But it's something I look forward to. I see it's kind of like a tradition for not only our family, but as a, as a fan of the game. Uh, it's something I look forward to all the time. It takes a, it's a three-day weekend. You know what I mean? A lot of players, their lives change due to this day. Um, one of my family members happened to know somebody to get drafted. You know, I had a cousin who got drafted in the major leagues. I didn't talk to that cousin a whole lot, uh, but I got a small taste of that, I guess, here. But I was like, I know in any sport, the draft is like a big deal because not only does it change the team you look at, but you can know someone, family, a friend, an old coworker. You know what I mean? They can be involved in this and. Not only do you get paid for this, but you know what I mean? It's a job. And I was like, the job is a dream. It's a dream job. It's a dream career. Everything changes, you know? So I was like, the uh, it's a big deal for, for me because it's something I've always wanted to go through. It's something I've always wanted to be a part of, whether it's a player, coach, personnel, secretary, whatever. Whatever the case may be, I've always wanted to be a part of it in some kind of sport. So that's why I'm kind of glad I'm starting off with it. I mean, it is a little weird, and this is kind of off the hip. I hope that's not, like, uh, offensive to anyone uh, of not being prepared. But uh, it's something I've been looking forward to. I planned the name. I planned kind of the mantra of everything, but I didn't plan the script. I just had some free time, you know, due to being on lock-in and everything like that. I had a little bit more time. So I'm kind of just recording as I go just to see how it feels how it words out but i'm just gonna post this one i'm not gonna edit this one i'm not gonna add any flash to it because i kind of want to see where we stand and i'm confident myself enough to allow y'all to critique it judge comment all that good stuff uh i i at this point in time i don't have social media but by the time i post it i will and on that the floor is open i'm probably gonna make a facebook page uh, i'll have my uh, my personal page i'll make an instagram and a twitter uh, and I'll leave it open, you know, and I'll, I'll I'm going to study a lot and I'm going to get better so we can do this more often. And uh, hopefully we can get guests on in the future because uh, I do have equipment right now. I'm just recording off the Anchor app uh, because Anchor's been real good to me with my other podcasts. So I'm just going to use them. Uh, and I'll get you all more information on Anchor if you are or concerned or if y'all have any questions because they're super awesome uh, on how they do things but um yeah um i hope you like it this was the, the nfl 2020 draft it was all virtual uh another reason why i think some of these trades weren't made um some of these teams got some of the best drafts and then some of these teams got the worst but that's all part of the competition and it's all about what comes after you know there's still big Big name free agents. I think Jameis Winston just signed with the Saints. So although the Saints only had like three or four picks, they just got one of the bigger free agents and the quarterbacks. 
And not only that, it's the same division of the team he played in, who's now who's now uh, job got taken by Tom Brady. So I mean, there's a lot of juice we can still talk about. But before we get into that, I just want to start us off with something simple, something that already happened. Uh, so that's the NFL draft. So yeah, um, I'm up for all sports. We're gonna talk about everything here. I'll even get into skateboarding, uh, maybe even esports. I'm slowly getting into that ball game. But yeah, we're gonna do everything sports related. Rollerblading, uh, badminton, you know, shuffling, all that dude, shuffleboard, curling. Uh, we're going to get into it. So I appreciate y'all, and hopefully y'all bear with me, and hopefully y'all like this, because uh, it's going to be super cool if uh, we can develop a nice kickback um, outline here for sports-related topics. So I think it's something that a lot of, not a lot of people do, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. So all right, guys. This is me signing off, so have a good day, and uh, be a good person. Later.